I've, I mean, I've heard discussions similar to that at work, so I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Fair enough. Anyway, how are things? Things are okay. Yeah. It's a little yeah. warmer today, actually. <laughs> I went outside, and my coworkers have been making fun of me because I'm very pale. Uh, saying yes. that I need to spend at least, like, two hours outside every day, which seems completely extreme. But I decided to go out and, like, lay down on the concrete with the cats. Uh, uh, right. Uh-huh. All right. So I, like, if I've got to do something outside, I'm going to play with the cats, that's all. <laughs> and, and I basically just kind of, like, half fell asleep and then woke up half an hour later. And I have... There was a spot. Because I would, like... Cross my arms and put my head down, but, I, but there was just one spot where the sun could still hit my uh, forehead. <laughs> like, big spot or like a little spot? Like 40% of my forehead. Oh, wow. That's not a spot. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, after retreating back inside, it appears to have disappeared. All right. Good to know. I'm glad that worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Either I just can't see it anymore and it's going to come back later. So I feel like you need an outside chair. So you don't have to uh, sit or lie down on the concrete. But that's where the cats are. I feel like cats can climb up on people's laps if they're in chairs, but I've never had a cat. Is that the case? They can, but these ones don't like to. Oh, okay. So they hate people. Yeah. Maybe they just hate you. One of the two. They like pets. They just don't want to be in a position where you can pick them up easily or like cage them. What? Okay, so they equate, I'm off the ground, therefore I will be caged any second now. Is that how that works? It's, enti- it's entirely possible. Yep. They're, they're strays. <laughs> they think you're going to take them. Yeah, no, that's fair. So they're not pets then if they're strays. I don't, I'm pretty sure there's a pretty solid line of demarcation there. Well, I mean, they're chipped with our address, but they, were, they just like wandered up here one day. Hmm. And we, you know, picked them up once and put them in cages and took them to the vet and had them desexed. Hmm. And now we we feed them, and they live in our backyard. And ye- the strays that moved in, they're squatters. And yet they don't trust you. That's interesting. We'll take their food. They say the human food is fine, but if they try to pick us up, we will claw them to pieces. No, they don't claw us. They just try and get away. Oh, if you right. kept holding on to them, I think they would probably try to claw you or bite you. You should probably. try this for science. No. <laughs> oh, all right. List of things that will not happen. <laughs> Getting clawed by a cat for science? Probably a good call. Good life choice. Probably. Yeah. Solid life choice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. So our weather's probably fairly similar right now. It's May. It's nice outside, but it's not blazing hot. It's nice that way for the Northern Hemisphere. Cool. It's the time of year where I'm like, oh, I can't wear my hoodie outside anymore. I have to just leave it on my desk at work because that's where it's the coldest. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah because like all winter i basically just wear a hoodie like unless i'm going to be outside for an extended period of time then i'll wear a coat but like hoodie is definitely enough to get me from my car to the front door of my office building every day and vice versa mm. so fair enough yeah but then it gets to the point yeah. where it's so warm outside that wearing it while i'm driving to work and wearing it while i go into the building is just untenable it is just way too hot to be wearing sleeves so Mm. I leave it on my desk and I play the game of how long can uh, Falcon stay at his desk before it gets <laughs> so cold he has to put on a hoodie. Mm. How long? The average time is about an hour and a half. <laughs> Fair enough. Some days it's longer and I notice and some days it's shorter and I notice. But on average it's you know, about 9.30, 8, 
10 a.m. Where I'm mm-hmm. like, I am mm-hmm. so cold. Where's my hoodie? And I throw it on. And I never take it off. Fair. Because, yeah, because yeah, apparently it's set to the level where it's 95, 98 degrees outside Fahrenheit, but we got to make it 49 inside for some stupid reason. Mm. Helps with cooling all the computers. I, maybe that's part of it. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of computers <laughs> in that building and they're putting out a ton of heat. Maybe the uh, boss just likes to keep things cold and the rest of the employees be damned. That's entirely possible, too. Like this is yeah. what it's set to. Although we've had different bosses. Like we got acquired and sold about a year after we'd come into this building, and it's pretty much stayed the same. So, hmm. unless the new <laughs> boss is also really interested in being freezing all day, then I guess that's a possibility. Maybe they just can't adjust it. <laughs> <laughs> One setting fits all for every building, or for yeah, this building. It, the, yeah. The the setting is if it's summer, make it cold. If it's winter, make it warm. Right. Yeah. That's all it is. It just. It adjusts based on the temperature outside. Uh, makes a lot of sense. There, I mean, yeah. I do have my hoodie on my desk in the winter, but I don't wear it nearly as much as I do in the summertime. <laughs> but yeah. I can see that your logic is inescapably accurate, I think. And yeah, this is the time of the year, too, that at my house, the downstairs gets about 20 degrees colder than the upstairs, like the basement area, because mm-hmm. it's below ground and way more temperature controlled. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it'll be on the main floor. It'll be this pleasant, ambient temperature. I don't really think about it because it's just nice. And I go down to put my kids to sleep every night. And it's like, where's my hoodie? <laughs> it's so cold <laughs> down here. And they sleep down there? They do. They like they, it, honestly. They, <laughs> They've got a couple blankets and they just all snuggle up. And I mean, it's nice, right? It's easier to go to sleep if you're snuggled up in blankets and it's cold outside versus if it's just blazing hot, mm-hmm. right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So they have never complained. They like it. But if I'm like mm. sitting there reading them a story, I'm like, oh my gosh, where's my blanket? <laughs> fair. That's yeah. fair. Just you got to take a hot water bottle down for you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Wrap myself up in a blanket, put on some slippers, mm. hot water bottle yeah. for my head. Sounds nice, actually. I should do that. It's getting cold enough here at night that I have to wear two hoodies on the ride to work. Holy smokes, two hoodies or, you know, a coat. No? No coats well, no coats down under? Just varying levels of hoodie? I mean, I already own two hoodies. I'd have to go out and <laughs> buy a coat. <laughs> Fair, I suppose. No, coat, coats. Okay, so look, hoodies are better because they pack more easily because on the ride home from work... I don't want to wear two, and a coat takes up more room in my backpack. Oh, okay. But I often want to pick up, like, cereal or milk or, you know, whatever on the way home from work. Yeah. No, I gotcha. So it's Mm. more flexible that way. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm on board. I definitely need new gloves because, uh, I don't know, I'd say, like, nine months ago, I threw away my winter gloves because they were the only pair that I had for about five years. So I wore them like twice a day, five days a week for five years. So they were just gross or they had holes yeah, in them they or just, what? They, uh, they were just gross and okay. like the Velcro was starting to fade and yeah, not yeah, work. Yeah. Okay. But I replaced them with a pub- lovely pair of summer gloves because it was starting to warm up. Yeah. Uh, they're basically like mesh. <laughs> okay. With... Uh, on like the fingers, so it provides a lovely direct access cool breeze to my hands. Yeah, and when the breeze is extra cool, it's extra cool on your hands. 
Yes. So, so hold I'm on. Scary. What is what is the intent of summer gloves? Is it protective? Yeah. They're I protective. don't know that, like, like, how is mesh protective? Like, if you wreck on that thing, how does that help you? Um, it's not like stockings or pantyhose mesh. It's not that thin. It's thick mesh. Okay. Uh, and on the palm is pads. So it's still padded. And it's like if you fall off and you put your hands flat to something. It doesn't you tear up your skin. Right? Yeah. Okay. And then there's across the knuckles, there's uh, like a rubber guard as well. All right. Well, that sounds good. But yeah. not good for winter. Yeah. No, no. Reasonable. Reasonable assertion. Yes. So speaking of hoodies, uh, mm-hmm. my oldest boy continues to grow up. He got his first zip the other day and he was just like very concerned about it, which is understandable because I remember those days. Not good days. Uh, so the other funny thing, though, is that the other day he came home just incensed that a girl had accidentally taken his hoodie and worn it home. And I was like, hmm, this is interesting. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. What was he? You said incensed? Incensed. Like, he was angry about this. Okay, thank you. Use, yeah. use, use lower words today. Right. <laughs> him, me, him super mad. <laughs> Girl, take clothing. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's anyway. So I started asking questions, and I'm like, did it... I mean, it's just a plain black hoodie, right? So I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Like, it's a fairly standard art- article of clothing. Mm, did it look like her hoodie? mistaken for your own. No, he says. Her hoodie had a giant picture of a unicorn on the front. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm. Did he, did he wear the giant unicorn home? <laughs> like, did he take that one? He did not. Oh, Okay. Sounds like a free time to get a unicorn hoodie. <laughs> I mean, it does sound kind of cool, depending. Yeah, yeah give it to his sister. Yeah. Uh, she likes unicorns, probably. So, <laughs> so I was like, you know, buddy, uh, sometimes girls, if they like a boy, they will take their clothes and wear them, especially, like, especially hoodies, right? <laughs> like, it's a meme at this point where if you break up with a girl and she has your hoodie, you're not getting it back, right? Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Like, I, uh, one of the last uh, girls I was involved with basically stole one of my T-shirts. See, that's it. That's what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> um, God, I want the thing back. Um, <laughs> it's gone. Just let it go, man. That's yeah, the okay. wisdom here. Yeah, I know. Right? It, was, it was four years ago. <laughs> I'm over it. So but it was a nice shirt. Um, so but I here's t- the thing. Yeah. He, he's... 11? Yeah, he is. He's just ending his fifth grade year. Yeah, that is about 10 years younger than I would expect girlfriends to be stealing clothes. Maybe not yeah. 10, maybe like 8. Yep. No, I get it. I understand. It's not a girlfriend situation because he doesn't think of her in that way at all, right? So, right. So I'm like, I mean, so I tell him this. <laughs> <laughs> and it takes him a second and he goes, no. He's like, I don't like her at all. She's mean to people. And I was like, well, that's a fair reason not to like somebody. Like, mm-hmm. he, like mm-hmm. he's mean to the other girls that sit around her and mean to some boys. And I was like, and just poking and prodding. Is she mean to you? And he's like, no. Yeah. And he's he just like... Abruptly changed the subject to something else, and I was like, "I'm a let go." <laughs> He's, you can see like the wheels turning in his yeah. mind as he puts two and two together. The wheels were turning real fast. Uh, I just, <laughs> I just smiled. <laughs> did did you go? Did you offer like 
any resolution for what he now has to do to get his hoodie back or like or replace the hoodie like what are you gonna do or does he just have like an endless string of black hoodies in his closet already no he owns one just the one. Oh, <laughs> well he owned one yeah well it, it's back now oh so how did he get it back he <laughs> i don't know he just he said he went to the teacher and he was like somebody took my hoodie and then they figured out who it was and then the next day it came back and she gave it back to him Mm. Uh, and then he's like, and I need to wash it five times because <laughs> she wore it. <laughs> it was adorable. It was so cute. <laughs> and I was Just like, cooties. I yeah. And I was like, I don't know. like I was girl crazy starting in my first major crush was like first grade, man. I right, was yeah. girl crazy from an extremely young age. In fifth grade, I had crushes on three different girls at different times. I remember this specifically. Like, apparently, he's just not registering any of this on any level right now, and I'm okay with it. Like, people develop at their own speed. I mean, yeah. He's probably also noticing it and just being like, I'm not going to talk to my dad about that. Sure. Entirely possible. No. Yeah. Or maybe just putting up a front, like, girls have cooties, because that's what he thinks everybody is supposed to do. Mm, yeah, he hasn't realized that the, ooh, girls have cooties is the front. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, so we'll see. It was just, it was adorable. I was like, man, girls are already stealing your hoodies. We are in <laughs> trouble with you. Yeah. But then he was oblivious. He's gonna come home. He's gonna come home like in six years one day and be like, Dad, I have three kids. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's my goal, honestly. If I can just prevent him from having children until like he's twenty five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a good. Or at least until he's moved out. For heaven's sakes, at least until he's moved out of the house and he's in college or something. Yeah, you just don't want to have to ha- deal with the kid. Yeah, well, it's such a mess. It is such a mess when teenagers get pregnant. It just causes all sorts of problems. <laughs> so I'd rather not have to deal with it as the parent of the person involved. <laughs> I mean, it's less of a problem if my daughter gets pregnant, right? That just turns into a whole giant can that I have to deal with. It's less of a problem? It's more of a problem if my daughter gets pregnant. Uh, you, yeah. you said, uh, oh, okay, yeah, sorry, just... Yep. I yeah. Get what you're saying. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I don't know how anybody parents teenagers, but I guess we'll figure it out. We're almost there. <laughs> you're gonna have to. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just on the fly. That's the only way. Mm. <sighs> so, yeah. Deep breaths. That's the Find exciting. <laughs> yeah. That's the exciting adventures in uh, Falcon's Parenting. kids' lands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But the good news is, like the. You know, the minor dose of Adderall he's taking is just really, I think it's hit a stride. He's just, he's at this point where he does his work and he feels like it's important to do his work and he does his best on it, but he's not freaking out over grades and he's not just failing to do things and he doesn't hate doing work with the, all this passion. He doesn't like it, but he doesn't hate it either. And I don't So know. he's been on it for like a little over a month and a half, two maybe? Uh, Yeah, we're coming up on two months because i remember when you first told me yeah uh, it was like who is this child yes his first week was like he expressed he didn't feel like he had any purpose in life if he didn't have homework to do it was (laughs) messed up (laughs) but now he's like that's continued but he's like normaled out a little yeah no no if he's done all his work he's fine he just he feels like it's important to do because it is, and he does it, mm. and then he moves on. Mm. Is homework important? I really don't think it is. <laughs> well, I, I think I graduated high school without doing ninety percent of the homework. Yeah, 
fine. The the, the problem is no, like don't def- really kid, 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 yeah probably Cal. I'll explain why because uh, kids if you're listening to this turn it off all right yeah. or if you're in high school stop listening or like but college they, yeah well college it might be different because I never went to college. But they mm. gave you a curriculum that showed you how much your final grade, like what percentage of your final grade was based on what. And it was like, you have five assessments in a year, each will be worth like 15% or whatever. I'm making, I'm pulling numbers out, I can't add up to 100 at the moment. I gotcha. Um, but, but it was like homework was only worth 15% for the entire year. Yeah, And okay. it's like, well, it, hmm. I, if I, I'm not worried about homework, then I can just cut that out and have free time all the time. <laughs> Yeah, as long as I do well in the tests, we're good to go. Yeah. Yep. See, the problem is, in fifth grade, the work's like the whole shebang. <laughs> so, I don't think you can afford to take that perspective. Maybe in the future, sure. But... Mm. Mm. I don't know. Eh. Anyway. Oh, man. I watched a video today of uh, the Achievement Hunter guys at Rooster Teeth trying to do one of their daughter's seventh grade math homework yeah was it new math they could i i have no idea what it was Mm. because it was math that i never did right like i understood what they were saying they were trying to find area and stuff like that oh geometry yeah yeah but it was written in a way that questions here just never would be uh and so that was really weird i couldn't imagine trying to do that it was like greg has a patio his patio is 12 feet by 20 feet he wants to make space for a garden center on his patio by reducing it by nine twenty-fifths. What is the dimensions of the space left over after he includes the addition? Uh, <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know how to do um, that. <laughs> no, no one there could. Uh, and that's, that's like five grown men, some of which are college educated. And one of them eventually just says, I actually know someone who graduated with a, like a maths degree. And called him up on the show and had had him do it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> Takes like an advanced degree in math to figure out how to do this. Yeah. Apparently it does. It's uh, beautiful. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I'm at a point where my boy is doing long division and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have not done long division since <laughs> I was in fourth grade. So, hmm. Let's mm. do a refresher on about this on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Probably wise. Yeah. Yep. 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 Same story. Mm. 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 Any who's. So uh, do I assume you watch the Game of Thrones? Uh, I watch like I keep up with it via Twitter. So I see what most of what's happening. Oh, I don't. Okay. Because I can't I can't find any way to actually just watch it without pirating it. Pirating it. Uh huh. Gotcha. Uh, Which is annoying. But if I can keep up with it on Twitter, I get like people's reactions and I get gifts and stuff of what's going on all right (laughs) Hmm. i mean i guess last week's episode last yeah last week's episode wasn't like super complicated so you probably gathered the vast majority of it through twitter that's fine Mm. yes yeah someone got like ate by a dragon or roasted yep and like a one-on-one and then someone refused to stop when the bells rang and someone's someone like hung out with a horse Yep. Uh, there was Clegane Bowl. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, continue. This is the best. <laughs> yep, there um, was Clegane Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there was John Sir finally like giving his his rendition of the Pikachu, huh? I mean, like what? Yeah. yeah. Um, 
What else happened? Um. Oh, Sussy cried. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that happened. Um. Man, this needs to be a feature. Too bad the show's over. It needs to be like Samacron's <laughs> understanding of Game of Thrones based on Twitter. <laughs> Am I wrong about anything? <laughs> no. No, no, no. It's just funny. It's accurate and it's also funny. So we still got another episode, so That's true. We'll do it next week as well. Yeah. It sounds great. Yeah. Let's do that. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there are so many things. There are so many things, Somicron. I just Again, I just it really feels like they have some major plot points they want to do with the show, this season especially, but they really are not entirely sure of how to get there. It's a road. Mm. You're on a journey mm-hmm. across the country, and you want to go from Perth to Sydney, right? It's like, great, let's do that. That's our plan. You're like, how do we get there? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't. You fly. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. I didn't say you had to drive. <laughs> you said road. <laughs> uh, you, you don't fly on a road. <laughs> really? You can't take a road? You you can yeah. if you want to spend like four days. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, driving people like, drive cost country in the united states nobody does that in australia they're just like screw that planes it is they, they do but it's just like it's if you're moving something right if you're like uprooting your life and going to perth that's when you do that if you're just going over there for like a little domestic vacation you just fly because it'll turn like a four like it's four days of driving straight you'd have to like include breaks and stuff like yeah. that's easily a week's trip and then like yeah. or you can take a four-hour flight i hear you and I guess there is and a the lo- four-hour flight, four-hour flight will also cost you about the same amount as it would in fuel to drive. Yes, I hear you. Look, I'm just saying. But, some people look, like look, road trips, okay? I, I, what For some I'm people, say it's about is, the journey, not the destination. Well, what I'm going to say is, I think you've got a good point in which uh, it's only six episodes this season, and I think uh, the rest of the seasons were all ten episodes or more. Question mark. Uh, last season was six, but before that, it was like twelve. Yeah, twelve. Do you think if they had twelve episodes, they could still hit these same plot points if they just had more time to do it? Oh, that is a great question. That is the million-dollar question, and yeah. I hope so, but I don't know. Hmm. It's hard to know. It's hard to know how much of this is that just that they're rushed and they don't have the time to do it. Well, the interesting thing is, filming for this ended July last year. Uh huh. Right, so they've had like almost a year to sit and edit and tweak, but they could have been like, "Well, this sucks. Let's reshoot some stuff," and they didn't. Correct. <laughs> yep. I <don't>, yep. <laughs> Look, based. Okay, so Benioff and Weiss are familiar with the criticism and like the people who are upset, and they've had some interviews with some people who've been like, "How come this happened?" or "What was this?" and they are straight up standing behind what they've done. Okay, mm. they're mm. not like. Yeah, we recognize there are some problems. We see what's going on. They're just like, nah, man, to us, it's fine. What are you complaining about? It's really (laughs) frustrating. This is HBO standing up and saying, what, do you guys not have phones? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I've heard rumors that HBO offered to let Game of Thrones have another three seasons at ten episodes each. Really? Yeah. And again, the rumor is that Benioff and Weiss said, no, let's just wrap this up. We're done doing Game of Thrones. We've been doing it for 10 years. Okay, fine. Mm. I understand that. 
But like maybe this is a trap you've set for yourselves, guys. Maybe. maybe. I, th- I feel like an, if they were like these six episodes, uh, if you took like two of them and then tried to spread them over ten episodes, that might be too too far, like too long. It, maybe because then and then they'd like you'd sure. watch an episode where nothing would happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, no, but sure, you're like, thanks Ooh. HBO. That's a really generous offer. What we actually just need are two seasons of eight episodes, right? Mm, yeah. And then HBO's like, great. We will take as many <laughs> like record-breaking nights of TV as we can get. Thank you. Because aren't the Game of Thrones spin-offs happening? Yes. I don't know when. So, I don't think anybody knows when. So clearly some of the actors are going to be... No. Nope. No, is it, it's all like 200 years ago prequel It's like super stuff. prequel stuff, yeah. Okay, never mind. Because yep. I was just wondering how many of these actors are just like wanting to leave and hbo was only like we can only throw so much money at them to get keep them for one episode uh, one more season yeah of six that's episodes. sure i'm sure some of them are totally sick of it the guy who plays the hound um rory oh what's his name sandor no yes sandor sandor is Sa- yeah <laughs> i was getting the uh yeah rory mccann mccann yeah so basically, whenever he's filming for this, he has to like shave his beard in a weird way so they can put the scar on his face. Oh right, yeah. So he's like, I'm kind of tired of this. <laughs> I'm kind of tired <laughs> of running around with half a beard when during shooting for these things. So yeah, I yeah. totally get it. There are definitely some actors who are like, I'd rather be done and move on to do other things. Not that you can't do other things, because obviously, like Amelia Clark's been in stuff, and uh, Sansa's done a bunch of stuff with the X Men series too. Yeah. So you can. Um, I'm not saying. I'm not making any judgments on like the quality of what's going on. I'm just saying you can do other work and do Game of Thrones. Do you know what might be the uh, the worst piece of other work that any of them's done? Oh man, it, that is a great question. Macy Williams has done a movie on Netflix called Eye Boy about a kid whose phone explodes in his hand, and he ends up with technology embedded in his brain that lets him connect to the internet. How the crap did they get Maisie Williams as part of this? <laughs> what? How did they do that? I have no idea. <laughs> it's got a three-star rating on IMDb. Rory Kinnear's in this. What the crap? Yeah. He, <laughs> there is some decent talent here, I guess. Maybe that's why. Maybe. Maybe they just offered her a boatload of money maybe there's a lot of netflix money these days i i hear that yeah yeah uh, that'd be a fun game like what game of thrones actor has done the worst piece of film or movie while filming game of thrones honestly it's probably sansa in the x-men movies <laughs> oh ouch because they're not good <laughs> they're, they're terrible they're kind of awful movies i have not wanted to watch any of them since uh, Days of Future Past. I think I watched that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that one was kind of fun. Yeah. But, that's why I watched it. Uh, I heard it was kind of fun. But since then, it's just been like, nah. Well, that's the problem. It's kind of fun is the best thing you can say about it. Yes. Very true. Like, I don't... Yeah. I had no desire to go back and watch it again. I didn't ever think about it ever watching it again. Mm. Yeah. I mean, again, you can't do much... You can't do a whole lot worse than the casting we have here. We've got Hugh Jackman, James McAvoy, Fassbender, Jennifer Lawrence, Halle Berry, Anna Paquin, Paquin, Ellen Page, Peter Dinklage. Like, holy crap, down the line. But the writing is just like, it's so boring. 
How do you make boring movies about mutants? I don't understand people. One day, one day Marvel's going to get it. One day Marvel will have the X-Men license and they'll be good again. Um, Maybe. Maybe. But Although Logan was great. What's the difference between Logan? Marvel helped. Did they really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know I, that. I think that, that explains a lot. I think... I think that was the first X-Men movie the way the... So, uh, is it Tony? No, it's Fox. Uh, it was like, hey, Marvel, come help. Yeah. With Studio 10, I think. I think that's literally it. Kevin Feige, we need you for like three weeks. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Far enough. Look up that... The guy that plays Jamie Lannister. Believe it or not, he's Danish. Yeah, Nicola Costa-Robaldo. It's a crazy name. I can't do it. Yeah, uh... <laughs> Here's the thing. I first heard like heard people talking about him before I watched Game of Thrones on like a podcast six years ago, where they were like, "Hey, he's Danish. So what's his name? It's like Schmorgen Heckengard or something." <laughs> it's not that bad. It's Nicolaj Costardovaldo. Mm-hmm. You I mean, nailed that's... it the first time. Um... Oh sure, why not? Uh... Yeah. Well, but is the last the last name just like a like it's a result of a split marriage thing, right? Isn't it? Well, there are some people, when they get married, they abbreviate their partner's name. That's what I'm saying. And then their so kids take that. Yeah, but yeah. it doesn't have to be anything split about it. Um, so I'm looking through his, true. his true, true. filmography. I'm like, what else is he been in? It's not super great. No. Uh, there was like this prison movie that he was in. I heard a podcast about the other He day. was in Gods of Egypt. I um oh yeah the one everybody was mad because it cast all the white people is a difference. <laughs> yeah, it's like Egypt. Yeah. Everyone is white. <laughs> yep, except for Chadwick Boseman. He's not white. Mm. Yeah, because he's Black Panther. <laughs> yes, yes, that's true. <laughs> but he was in that. That is not a good movie. Nope. Yeah, I'm looking through his uh, list right now, and I don't see anything. Black Hawk Down. He was in Black Hawk Down. I saw that. Is Back that a good in uh, movie? 2001, that it's a decent like little war movie. It's directed by Ridley Scott, so like okay. that's good. Also, that's not uh, he wasn't filming Game of Thrones at the same time. No, 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 no. Point. Yeah, no, right, right, right. That's not the game yeah. we're playing. So yeah, I think name most of these, and he might give people a run for their money. He was in Oblivion. I don't know what that one is. It's the sci-fi movie with uh, Morgan Freeman, and Tom Cruise. Yeah, and Tom Cruise. Excuse me, hmm. I was getting to it. Um, I didn't see that one. Neither did I. Was it bad? Oh, okay. (laughs) Some of these... Okay, so I'm on Wikipedia, and some of these movies don't even have links. Like, it's just like, the movie's called Upstart. Figure it out. We're not going to link you to it. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, um, What's Daenerys' name? Daenerys' name? Amelia Clark. That's the one. She did the um, Terminator stuff. Ugh, which yeah, which wasn't true. that great. No. She was in a Star Wars movie, which was okay. Um, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so that's her, true. She, uh, most of her uh, filmography is after Game of Thrones. She was in two TV shows and like two movies before, well, three movies before Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yep, yep. So, she was a relative unknown for sure. Yeah. Um, she was in Robot Chicken. <laughs> drama these are all like one episode things so yeah voice work basically you know i just this came to my mind for some reason but basically targaryens are supposed to have purple eyes are they uh-huh but and they tried it with uh daenerys and viserys 
in season one, but like the purple contacts were just so annoying that they were just like, screw it. We don't want to hmm. do this. And they were like, all right, fine. That's interesting. Uh, this is Somicron not believing me. Mm-hmm. No, I believe you. I'm just, I'm looking for an image. That's all. Ah. Because I don't remember this. It's interesting that they would, like, because from what I understand, wearing contacts are easy. People do them all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There was something about the purple contacts that just drove them nuts, and they didn't want to wear them. Hmm. All right. Fair enough. Did you find pictures of Targaryens with purple eyes? I did, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So who else is a big actor and would have been in other things? Uh, Lena Headey. Cersei. Mm, yeah. Let's have a look. Oh, well, she's done enough that her Wikipedia page <laughs> requires a link to a full page for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so after 2011, uh, The Purge, was that any good? Oh, she was in 300 Rise of an Empire. <laughs> that was, oh, that was, that I didn't was know not... that she was in 300. It was amazing. Mm. She did the voice work for Luna Freya in Final Fantasy XV's movie. Hmm. Which is interesting. So, I mean, that was work. A, an okay movie for a video game movie. Um, yeah. Uh, what about TV? Troll Hunters? It's voice work. Uh, Sesame Street? Why is <laughs> the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Really? Which one? Yeah. Oh, was it voice work or was it live action? Uh, it's TV, so I'm going to assume it's voice work. Yeah. It's animated. Yeah, okay. Damn it, stop being such a good actor. <laughs> yeah. Don't make fun of your other roles. I mean, yeah. She's good. She's a good Cersei. Good actress for sure. She doesn't hardly say anything in this episode. Hmm. But man, she can stand there and look at stuff and convey so much emotion. She's really good. Yeah, she's pretty good. Um, so there's like one other actor I can think of off the top of my head. But I don't know if these are any good or not. <laughs> right. Yeah. We'd have to just basically take it off of IMDb, like, ratings. Yeah. Or oh, Metacritic she, or something. Okay, she was in The Hunger Games mocking J Part 1 and 2, so I'm going to say that's bad. Um, Natalie Dormer is who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I kind of like the first Hunger Games movie. It's not bad. The first Hunger Games movie is fine, but not the yeah. the the last two. No, well, it's because the books aren't good. It's not the movie's fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it can be. Yeah, I oh. mean, they could have improved. Could have improved upon it. They just didn't. She was also in Captain America. Uh, the first Avenger. Uh, what's she? I, yeah, yeah, I remember her role now. She's Private Lorraine. Oh, she's in the military, uh, sure. <laughs> there's like a four-second scene where um, Captain America is like standing around because he doesn't really know what to do. This is when uh, Tony, not Tony, uh, Anthony Howard Stark is like going to demo the new shields that he's getting, right? Yeah, okay. And there's like some random woman who's like, there's a lot of women back here real thankful for what you do out there. And she, like, kisses him, and then Peggy walks up being like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was her. Yeah, it's Natalie Dormer. Oh, Natalie Dormer. I miss you on Game of Thrones, and I miss your mom, too. Elena Tyrell was great. 
Mm. I thought you meant Natalie uh, Dolman's actual mother. Uh, nope, I don't think she was. She could have been. No, she, she wasn't. <laughs> anyway, we'd have to do some more research to actually determine this, but there are some yeah. good options. But, there, uh, okay, so you know, back in, like, season two, when Danny was, like, she had Jorah, and that's about it, there was that other old dude who got, like, banished from Joffrey as, like, a knight. He was, like, yeah, oh, he's too old. Barris and Selmy, right. Yes. That actor says George R. Martin has told him that the last two books are written and he's waiting for the show to be over to be published though. <laughs> nope. There's no way. Yeah, because he, he was saying he doesn't want people um, spoiling the show for what the books... Because people will read the books faster than the show will come out if they were out. Yeah. And so he, he was like, I've seen people do that already and stuff like that. And it's like, he wants to see where the show takes it and then he's going to release the books. Nope. There's no way. No way that happens. Zero percent chance. Zero percent? Zero percent chance. I, I mean, here's, here's the thing. With the next episode coming out next week, yeah, uh, the books will definitely come out after the show. So I'm 100% likely to be right that once the books come out, it'll be after the show. No, they're never coming out. You're not 100% right. <laughs> you say if that, you, but... If you think the book... If you think George R.R. R. Martin is going to finish this series before he dies, you have another thing coming, my good friend. I didn't say There's he'd no finish way. it. I don't know who else could do it. I don't know. He, he, he might find someone and be like, I want you to finish these books. Okay, yeah. fine. I'm betting he does not finish them. That's it. Mm. Somebody else mm. might. Fine. Whatever. But he's not. Mm, maybe. There you go. That's it. That's it. That's it. Anyway, yep, the Game of Thrones happened. Um, Daenerys went from, like, I'm really upset I keep losing my dragons to I'm going to mass murder a million women and children mm-hmm. with fire. So somebody <laughs> compared it to her actions compared to a slow acting hydrogen bomb, which I thought was pretty good. Because, yeah, she's just, like, mowing back and forth across this city where, like, all the surrounding people from the entire lands have come to take refuge and just, like, wah, just everybody dying. It's amazing for a good long time, too. Hmm. So that happens. It's really dumb. I don't know. I don't think it was earned. Uh, I just... They've definitely tried to do this since the beginning, right? Her dad was the Mad King. He would have burned all King's Lang if he could. There's Targaryens. There's a history of madness in this family, some genetic thing. And she's had hints of it from time to time. And sure, she's definitely used fire to burn her enemies, and she's, like, really enjoyed it too. But we've never seen her hurt innocence before, especially not with her dragons. In season, I want to say four, when she's in Marine, when like her dragons roast up a little goat herder girl, mm-hmm. and the family comes to her and is like, "Hey, so this happened?" And she's like <laughs> devastated. It kills her. She locks up her dragons because she can't control what they're gonna do and they're gonna harm innocents. Right. And then we go from that to gleefully just roasting alive children by the tens of hundreds of thousands and it's just like come on no i mean two of her kids died yeah sure did 
And now, and now and a dude died. wrote a letter. Yeah, and a dude wrote a letter saying she shouldn't be queen. Yep, that's right. it. Everybody dies. <laughs> she, she's like, she's come to the realize that, oh, even if I win this war, there will be people who don't see me as legitimate still. Yeah. She's lost her goddamn mind. And I think that's fair. Yeah. I think it needs more time. Yeah, for sure. It's just a more yeah. time thing. Somebody yeah. actually... Okay, so here's what happens. Basically, she... Miss Sunday gets murdered. She loses Rhaegal to the Scorpions in the last week's episode, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Varys betrays her. Uh, everybody finds out that Jon is the true heir to the Iron Throne, which, again, I think is a stupid concept, but whatever. And then she's talking with John and she's like, I told you this would happen. Stupid. He's like, I don't want the throne. It's like, sometimes it doesn't matter what you want. You idiot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she's like, and I love you. And like, she kisses him and he you could just, he doesn't say anything, but he like pulls off. Like you're my aunt. This is creepy. <laughs> and so she loses him. Right. And so she's like, I got nothing left. It's just you and me Drogon, against the world. So I totally get it, but I did read a really, really good alternative way of doing this in the same amount of time uh, Mm -hmm. from somebody over at Gawker. It's uh, Albert Bernico. And what he said was, all right, so look, we don't lose Rhaegal to the Scorpions. She, like, sees them, and they go off to do something else, yada, yada, yada. Uh, So the fleet still gets uh, destroyed, and Missandei still gets murdered, Right. So, but okay. then it's it's her and it's John. The two dragons are attacking the enemy and destroying the scorpions in last week's episode. That's one thing I really have issues with is that the scorpions were this huge problem two weeks ago. And then the most recent episode, they do not matter at all. They are so easily removed from the playing field by Drogon by himself. It's insane. Mm. Uh, so, but, so in this version, they're both attacking and yada, yada, yada. They take down the scorpions and the Lannisters throw down their arms and the bells start to ring because that's the message that uh, King's Landing is surrendering and there's no need for any more death. We're just going to go ahead and take, you know, take these weapons and take Cersei as a prisoner and call it good. Uh, so at that moment, instead of Danny, for some reason, decides now is the time to murder everybody, including the women and children a secret scorpion that's been camouflaged on the roofs of one of the regular buildings in King's Landing shoots and takes down Rhaegal and Jon, right? So they plummet mm. to the earth, and she loses Rhaegal and Jon in one moment from this hidden enemy in the landscape below her. She can't tell where the scorpion is or if there are more of them or how much more of them are there are a threat to her. And so then she just starts burning the whole thing, Right. Out of right. a combination of, like, she's mad that she lost John and her other dragon, and she's not safe, and they sneak attacked her. Mm-hmm. And sure, some of these may be innocents, but some of these people are clearly trying to kill me as well. Let's burn it down. Right. So I thought that was a better way to do it. And yeah, it wouldn't take any extra time. Because as it stands, it's literally like she burns out the scorpions, the Lannister army's like, we can't handle this, and they throw down their arms, the bells are ringing, the door's open, that's the signal the war's over. And Denny just looks at the Red Keep, there's no dialogue, she doesn't say anything, she just looks over there, she gets an angry face, and then she just starts massacring people. It's so weird. Hmm. That's all. Fair enough. Yep. That would be better. It would be better. Right. Nice job, Albert. Mm-hmm. Good call. Mm-hmm. Um, so while you were talking, <laughs> uh, uh-huh. I was just scrolling through Twitter looking for more Game of Thrones stuff. Yes. And it's not Game of Thrones, but apparently The Expanse 
Yay! Uh, is uh, has a kickstarted uh, tabletop RPG. Oh, sounds fun. Yeah, uh, and a book about it maybe. A book about the RPG. Yeah, like a story tie-in for what people can do. But that reminds me of another story which I heard about the other day. So I'm tying it into the expense because I don't really like it. But Bethesda released a tabletop RPG for the Elder Scrolls. Cool. Mm-hmm. Word for word copied out of a D&D uh, preset adventure guide. Yeah. Yeah. Like the same setting. They just ripped it whole hog. And we're like, yeah, this will do. Nobody will notice. <laughs> But then people noticed. Yeah, people noticed. Oh man, that was a perfect Arrested Development narrator joke, and I screwed it up. Narrator, <laughs> they did. That's it. That's the joke I should have made. <laughs> they did. They did. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. Expanse is supposed to come back someday. I don't know when. It's supposed to be this year, but who knows? Thank God it was in April. Oh my gosh, I have no time. Did I mention Attack on Titan is back? Uh-huh. Yeah, you did. <sighs> so much. Too much. Yep. Anyway. Too, yep. too much. So, Game of Thrones happened. Uh, I don't know. The other thing... There's a few things here. But basically, Jamie completely heel turns. Like He has this big arc over the course of the last several seasons where he's this vapid pretty boy who doesn't care about anything but like having sex with his sister and... He's the best swordsman in the land. And then he gets humbled by losing his sword hand, and he meets Brienne, and she kind of teaches him some things. And it turns out that his pretty boy facade was just a front, and he really has all these insecurities, and blah, blah, blah. He turns into a good dude. And then, like, last two weeks ago episode, he finds out that, what? People are really mad at my sister, and they're going to kill her? I must go back to her, because I love her so much. And it's like, what? You are really messed up, dude. You are one messed up friend. So that happened. So he, like, rides back to King's Landing, goes in there while it's under attack by dragons and northerners, and finds Cersei and has this, like, we're going to die together because we came into the world together moment, and it's really weird. Mm. I didn't like it. No, that's weird. Yeah. Like, we spent all this. That's super weird. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, we, so they introduce him by having him push Bran out of a window. He paralyzes a little boy mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. little boy saw him and his sister doinking. A real warlock move, some might say. It, yes, a serious warlock move. And uh, I'm glad you can see my, my point of view here. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so and from there, he just keeps doing bad stuff, man. He murders his own cousin for a slim chance to escape prison, like... He's not a good dude. And then mm-hmm. they do this all this work to make us like him again. And then at the very end, they're like, ha, just kidding. He's been the same person the whole time. He went back to his old ways. And that's how he's going to die. Ha ha, aren't you stupid for liking Jamie Lannister? It's so weird. It is such a weird decision. Hmm. Yep. That's all. So there's them. <laughs> we, we got Clegane Bull, which is the hound fighting his zombie brother of uh, the mountain. Mm-hmm. Which people thought we weren't going to get, but we got. The Hound goes back to King's Landing for the express purpose of killing his brother, who, who's been killed and reanimated. Mm-hmm. And you can stab him through the chest all you want. He's not going to die, the Hound. This is not a good fight to pick, my friend. Yeah. So eventually he's just like, they're fighting on these stairs and he tackles the mountain and they both fall. 
off of the edge of this building into just raging dragon fire below and they'd both burn to death so mm. it was good it was a good fight Arya is utterly useless. She comes to King's Landing with the purpose of killing Cersei, but she doesn't get close enough to even try to do that. And she could just gets caught up in like the trampling, panicked hordes and almost gets crushed several times. Mm-hmm. But she gets uh, a horse and like rides but, out of there. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> she somehow wakes up after being knocked unconscious or like smoke inhalation or something. Mm-hmm. And like she's the only live person in the viewable distance all around her. Everybody else is roasted toasty, either mm-hmm. literally to ash or just to like cinders. And yeah, she's fine. She's, she's up, she's walking. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's this white horse standing there. I think it's the horse. The leader of the golden company was riding, but maybe not. I maybe I'm horse racist. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah. So she like hops on the horse and rides out of there. And it's like, what are you, is this trying to be symbolism? What is going on here? Uh, yeah, it was a weird way to end the episode. Yeah. Well, she also got a hug from the Hound, didn't she? Yeah. The Hound was like, look, you can't live for revenge. You're going to turn out like me. And she's like, you know what? You're right. You're an angry, stupid old man. And she walks away. Man, that feels like that was pretty quick. It was. A lot of, again, a lot of stuff is rushed here. <laughs> yeah. So what's <laughs> happening with like people back up north? Is that shown at all? Yeah, or is it so, like well, the army moved south. That's it. The end yes. for them. So the northerners came south to take King's Landing because they won't okay. be free. Yeah, so they, they're the ones who fight. Like okay. uh, Daenerys wipes out the Golden Company with Drogon and busts open the gates, and the northerners rush in to like take the city. Okay. Blah blah blah. So they're doing stuff. Some of them are trying to rape people because you know that's what happens when you bring an army into a city. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, Not normal. naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's like Sansa been like looking, because surely she's gonna have like words about Danny just burning people. Oh yeah, she's gonna be like, "I told you so," even though <laughs> I, I kind you. of caused this by telling everybody after John told me. Mm. I don't know. It's this really chicken and the egg thing, where it's like we think Danny's gonna turn into the crazy Mad King and start burning everything down. So that's but why we think that- John should be in charge. But like by broadcasting. All of this sedition against Danny, they kind of helped it along. Right. Yeah. Like, if they hadn't said anything, does she do this? I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, I think probably, given the nature of the show, that people just... Like, I think it's a fundamental lore of physics in Westeros that people do not like whoever sits on the Iron Throne. Right? <laughs> like, there's going to be someone out there who disagrees. <laughs> right? Yeah, I guess I, so. I, and if someone disagrees, they're going to try and do something about it. And eventually... Targaryen's gonna be Targaryen's. Yeah, eventually, sure. And maybe that was mm. the concern. Like, maybe Danny doesn't turn into the Mad King now, but give it mm. a couple years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because they even, like, going back to, like, Robert Baratheon, he was, like, this great, powerful warrior. Yeah. And then by the time we see him in the show, he's, like, this fat, belligerent drunk. Yep. Yeah, and it's like, well, people start off good and with good intentions and freeing slaves. But then later that they're yelling at the Chamberlain to fetch more wine in a forest. Yeah. It's a dirt ver- boar. <laughs> boar hunting, yeah. Yeah. It's a very different skill set to conquer versus ruling. Yeah. yeah. It's the very rare individual who is the king and the like the person who's able to win through blood and power and like sit on the throne and be awesome. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, that said, Robert ruled over for a good... Eight years. No, it's yeah. like 23 years or something. Yeah, 20-something years apiece, right? However old John is. Right. But he yeah. was also... He, he also bankrupted the company. Not the company. The, the country. He right? did. They were entirely in debt to the Lannisters, basically. Yes, they were. Yeah. But like, yeah. what I'm saying is nobody was actively trying to overthrow him when he died. Right? Uh, except for his wife. Sure. Uh, yep. Uh, who else? There's probably I, someone. Well. I, I mean, there were plots going on because stuff happened in the first season. All right, yeah, that. okay, yes. Varys was trying to bring Danny over, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's true. Uh, yeah, and then, like, you had Littlefinger. He was, like, always buying for power and backstabbing people. Sure. Right. But that Which was nothing... Yeah, that's true. Not well, personal no, but, against Robert, necessarily, but yeah. Well, I don't think anything Littlefinger did was personal. Yeah. Right? But he knew that taking out uh, Ned Stark would weaken Robert's power base. Well, Robert had already died by then, I think. Yeah. But he he knew that he like if he could... Well, I don't know, get him... Ned, Ned was going to out King Joffrey as not being legitimate, as being the result of incest. And it was going to uh, destabilize the power. Yeah. 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 So that's why he shut him down. Yeah. Because he wasn't ready for that yet. Anyway, I'm just saying. Like, even in a situation, it's like, okay, so there's another thing about there about relationships. Where, like, if you are the person who dates somebody after they've had a crazy relationship, like an abusive relationship, right? You're going to be seen as amazing. Like, you don't physically harm this person and they're gonna love you for it you know what i mean the the bar is set low you easily yes. stride across the bar is crazy low and so that's what robert did right the mad king is burning people alive and really mm. sucks and then robert comes along and opposes him and everyone's like you're not the mad king hail king robert you know <laughs> he's real good yeah. with a hammer that's all we care about <laughs> yeah yeah so even in that situation it was still really dangerous and yeah there were still people trying to take him down so yeah danny would have had some trouble sooner rather than later uh, I'd just like to point out Duddles has posted patch notes for last night's game well, last yeah. week's episode of Game of Thrones these are hilarious yeah <laughs> I saw it was really good I like the one that was like Dothraki have been put back into the game they were removed last <laughs> week and people got mad so now they're back <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's so true there are Dothraki riding into King's Landing and I'm like nope no 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 I saw them they got swallowed up by the darkness there's no way they just wandered back here <laughs> Oh, gosh. It's so bad. <laughs> Arya's conviction has been reduced. Austin complains that she was too OP. Her plot armor <laughs> has been significantly increased to compensate. <laughs> yep. Oh, oh my gosh. Accurate. Incredibly accurate. So... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> number five's pretty great. <laughs> Read it. Northerners and Unsullied both have reduced honor and morality meters. It is now possible to have, for them to commit war crimes with little to no provocation. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Which is the weird thing, because the Unsullied are, are, aren't supposed to do anything they're not commanded to, right? Like, right? Or is that... Well, that was, like, them before they were, like, pseudo-freed by... Yeah, well, that's the thing. Daenerys has been treating them like people for some time now, so... Yeah. Treat them like people, and I'll just go off and write people i guess well they don't it's northerner that does that it's oh, not okay. unsullied but like yeah. gray worm is absolutely taking this personally it's a very unsullied thing to do mm. like the point is they're not supposed to have emotions and be driven by them 
Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, Grey Worm, 100% is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, didn't his, like, main squeeze just die? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 There you go. Or are we, do we have more? Is there well, more of just Game the of last, Thrones I've the, missed? The last thing is your own, the Pirate King, right? Sure. Uh, he died. Well, oh gosh, he kind of dies. He fights with Jamie and like gets stabbed right through the stomach. It seems probably, a little bit higher. Probably dead, given the level of medicine they have available to them. Mm, I don't know, man. The Hound got stabbed a whole ton of times. So it was left in the countryside, and he recovered somehow. I'm just saying, if you don't see somebody die, uh, I hope he's dead. It's too late in the game for somebody to get resurrected. I think. Anyway, sure. so Euron's gone. And I've always yeah. felt like, this point has been made before, but I always felt like Euron was from a different show. Like He's just this like swashbuckling, super arrogant, crazy person. Like If the writers need someone to do something insane, they're like, Euron will do it, and he does. He mm. doesn't really have a personality other than he wants like to have he's sex like, with Cersei. That's it. <laughs> he's the adrenaline junkie. Always yeah. Oh, for, like To gosh. do the next crazy thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, you need someone yeah. to shoot down a dragon? Euron's your man. Personally, like him, yeah, he's an evil King Boomy. <laughs> yeah, he kind of is. Like, and Fair he enough. he dies thinking that he's killed Jamie Lannister, and he just takes so much happiness in that. He's like, I'm the one that killed the Kingslayer. <laughs> Kingslayer, Slayer. Yeah, right. Slayerception. Yeah. And then someone's gonna kill him, and they'll be the Kingslayer, Slayer, Slayer. <laughs> Slayers all the way down. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many slayers in this joke. Nope, I'm out. <laughs> patch, note, patch note number two. Dragons get buffed. Speed and stealth have both been increased. They can now take the hide action while flying. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty great. That's so good. So yeah, series finale. Like I, I don't know how Daenerys survives. I think everybody's like, you're a war criminal and you're insane. We have to uh-huh. take you down for the good of everybody. But also, you have a dragon and all the scorpions are gone. So mm-hmm. this is rough. It's gonna be a rough thing. Yeah. I, I mean, mean I, I assume Arya is gonna regain her magic assassin powers and take her down. I think that's the goal here. Probably. Can John ride Dragon? No. You're bonded to no. your dragon. It's a one to one thing. Oh, okay. So he was bonded to Rhaegal, but he can't ride Dragon. I mean, that's how the books work. Only one person can ride one dragon. Right. But I mean, I don't know. The show does things differently sometimes. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it Sometimes. might just come down to, like, Daenerys is on the ground, right? She just yeah. is, like, chatting with John, and he's like, I got to take her out for the good of everybody. Gives her a hug and just, like, plunges a knife into her back. Yeah. And, like, I hope Drogon doesn't go nuts and start murdering everyone. <laughs> because Plot we don't know what Drogon's to do. <laughs> Plot twist, Drogon's the new king. <laughs> Seven kingdoms. Everyone by just, a dragon now. Yeah. And, like, he's an honest and just ruler. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Uh, the, well, the people are just like, fuck, we're back to a Targaryen who wants to burn everyone, but can do it with his mouth. Yeah, a little bit more dangerous. Just a touch, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I guess, I don't know. For younger dragons, there are stories in the books of uh, dragons getting just overwhelmed by people. and Just, like, them stabbing it to death on the ground. Hmm. So, I don't know. That might be possible with Drogon. Maybe he's not fully grown yet. It's hard to say. 
and he looks pretty fully grown. If he gets any bigger, he'll be like the size of the castle. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, they have the skull of Balerion, like the biggest black dragon they've ever had for the Targaryens, and it's humongous. Is it bigger than Dragon? Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. And also, fully grown grown dragons in the books are supposed to be able to be pretty much impervious to anything you can shoot at it. Like, when they're attacking Dorne, Mm. and they're trying to conquer Dorne, Dorne has the scorpions, and they're shooting at them, but like, pink, 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 they're just plinking off the armor. Mm. And they take one down by getting like a one in a million lucky shot by shooting one through the eye into the brain, and that takes it down. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, again, books different from show, but the fact that you know, scorpions can take down Rhaegal implies he wasn't fully grown yet. Yeah. 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 So Drogon might be susceptible just to regular people stabbing him a lot, which you're going to lose a lot of people, but you might have to do it. I don't know. <laughs> or like yep. he just, he's the last dragon and he just flies off to some uninhabited land and eats goats the rest of his life. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe. I mean, I, I did see some theories, like, back in Season 5, the other two laid eggs somewhere. Hmm, okay. Yeah, so there might be more dragons somewhere. They are just such an uns... Like, they are a game-changing force in this world. So much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did see people making the comparison that they got, like, 15 minutes of Daenerys burning a city. Like, that was all CGI shots, but Jon couldn't pet Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like... We needed like 45 seconds for him petting a CGI dog and they wouldn't give it to us. No. We got every shot of dragon fire roasting people alive was necessary. No mm-hmm. no love for ghost. Yeah. And Arya hanging out with a horse. So. <laughs> well, I think that's probably a real horse. I don't think they CGI'd the horse. I don't know. I don't know. It might be CGI. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I mean it's a pretty I've been horse. Watching I've been watching, you know, CGI can be pretty, Ghost is pretty, but I, I was watching behind the scenes of, like, uh, uh, Infinity War at Endgame to some extent, because a lot of those shots were set at the same time, um, but what percentage of Spider-Man's suit would you say is CGI? Oh, His all Iron of it. Spider suit. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. The entire thing. Yeah. So I wouldn't, and that looks perfectly real-ish. Sure does. But, I mean, it's easier to CGI inanimate stuff versus CGIing living things, right? Yeah, yes. but I feel like they do a good, good enough job. They do. <laughs> I mean, I, no, I've always... I've never looked at Ghost and thought he's CGI. They're good at it, for sure. Mm. I'm just... Yeah. I'm saying there's no reason to get a CGI horse for that scene. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Well, I mean, a CGI horse would be easy because you don't have to take care of a horse, right? True. Yeah. But like never work. What's the two rules in showbiz? Never work with children or animals. Yes, that's very true. Yeah, that's why they didn't get real direwolves. Obviously, <laughs> they totally could have. Totally could have. But nobody wanted to deal with direwolf poop on set. <laughs> All right, cool. I think that's it. I think we are at time. I mean, I do have I a very quick sportsy thing, but maybe not a whole sports minute. Go for it. Just go until you finished. All right. So Kawhi Leonard hit the game-winning three-pointer game seven against the Sixers last Sunday. First ever game seven game-winning shot in NBA history in the playoffs. I kind of, I don't know. I don't know if that's true, but that's what I heard. It was incredible. And everybody's wondering if he'll stay because his contract is up at the end of this season. But Kawhi is a robot. I don't really know how that works, but. I don't know what goes into his decision-making, but 
I don't know. Kind of feel like he will stay. We'll check in over the summer. That's it. Those are my thoughts. Okay. Yep. Yep. It was great. It was a good moment. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, cool. Well, that is going to be it from us. This has been Falcon and Somicron coming at you with yet another edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour. Please hit the show notes for links to things like the Patreon page for the podcast. You can also find a merch down there. Get hoodies. We talked about hoodies today and hats. And depending on what hemisphere you're in, maybe hoodies are less appealing right now. But that's about it. Until next time, as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for spending time with us. And you take care of yourself. <laughs>